and welcome to Beware of Spoilers. I am Adam. I am tired. That's what I am. Um, I watched New York City She-Hulk last night. And a quick programming note, um, Don't Worry Darling does come out today, well technically yesterday, um, due to a snafu, namely, I, I'm like 70% certain I bought, or I set up a ticket at AMC for Don't Worry Darling, um, I can no longer find said ticket in the app, so it's entirely possible I didn't do that, but I was fairly certain I had tickets set up, but, you know, because I was like, oh, they're playing at Dolby at 6, how did I, like, how did I know that time going into the app if I didn't have a ticket, either way, whatever, so, had the ticket, had the movie all set up, was ready to go, um, or, or so I thought, then I looked today and, um, or last night to confirm the time, and uh, ticket wasn't there, and I was like, oh, that's really weird. Um, so now the debate is, do I want to go into a packed theater to see Don't Worry Darling, or do I want to just hold off on it entirely um, and just do Avatar tomorrow morning? Um, I'm leaning towards holding off entirely. I was like, all right, what other theaters are there in the area? Are any other theaters going to be having... Uh, screenings that I can get to and, and get back at a reasonable hour, because I work all day and then go to the movies after, so I'm, I'm tired by the time I get to the end, and unfortunately, that there wasn't a an option, so I'm weighing that out. If an episode goes up tonight about Don't Worry Darling, then you will know my answer about what I did. If not, um, probably Sunday, because I already have tomorrow morning cordoned off, and I can't showcase makes it very hard to cancel your ticket. AMC, you go in, go on the app, request a refund, boom, refunded, done. Um, on the other side of things, uh, AMC, to, uh, showcase does not make it as easy. Um, once you buy a ticket, you have that ticket, um, you cannot cancel that ticket, or stuck with that ticket. You gotta learn to love that ticket, um, and you end up with seeing the movie whatever time you do, because then you end up with what happened for me with, uh, uh, Dragon Ball Super, Superhero, where I accidentally bought a ticket for the screening that's, like, their equivalent of Dolby, not, um, what's it called, not a, uh, not 4DX, which is what I wanted to see it in, to try it 4DX, but no matter, uh, there's probably a better movie to try 4DX on anyway. Um, so... All of that notwithstanding, why do I still have my heat on? Um, in my car. Well, last night I needed it. Um, so, all that notwithstanding, if an episode goes up tonight for Don't Worry Darling, it means I went today to see it after work. If not, um, maybe Wednesday of next week. I think next week's gonna be light anyway. Yeah, I think next week is pretty light because next week is only, holy shit, this wind. Uh, next week is, um, Smile, and I'll be opening against it, um, but, or there might be one thing opening against it, I have to look at the app again, anyway, um, hi, how are you, um, so, She-Hulk, uh, episode 6, um, it's an interesting thing, I'm really liking, um, I think her name is Mallory, Mallory Book, uh, her and, um, 
Jen's friend whose name I'm blanking on. I like their 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 subplot this week with Mr. Immortal is hilarious. Um, and this and I think this show is really doing something that uh, expands on what happened with um, you know when you watch the first post credit scene, the one that really set everything in motion for this at the end of Iron Man, um, where he's like, "You think you're the only hero." Um, there are people out there like you, you know, all of that. You've just stepped into a, a larger world, you know, that whole thing. Um, and that is an interesting, um, like, it, it's interesting because it's like when you, when you watch the, the movies, it's like, that's just not true. Like, when you watch the movies, it's like, there aren't other people wandering around. There aren't, you know, like, up until that point, there was Captain America. There was a Black Panther, um, because there was, um, T'Chaka as a Black Panther at that point. Um, and I, I don't think that there is a, uh, li- like, who else was there? Um, and, and this show is doing kind of what Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. did. And Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you know, was Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for all intents and purposes. But it it, it really expanded the world in a meaningful way. And it, it showed that, you know, this was a world of more than just the Avengers and Avengers-adjacent heroes. There was more going on. There were more, you know heroes and villains out there doing things, and it is interesting that that's where they're going with this, um, and, and I, I'm liking Mr. Immortal, um, and he was really funny, and it's, uh, the same guy from, who was the, uh, like, the swarmy, uh, like, uh, liaison for the mayor of Mos Espa in, um, in Book of Boba Fett, that was really good, um, his, uh, his thing where he, if he gets tired of marrying someone, he commits suicide and then comes back after is, is hilarious, um, and, and the whole settlement that happens is great, like, the whole settlement that happens, uh, the, the other plot, which I think, I would say was the A plot of the episode, uh, Jen at the Wedding is also really good, it does progress the Titania plot a little bit, um, and I think I know where they're going with this, um, and I, I say that hesitantly, because any time I've said that before this point, I have been wrong, um, but I think I know where they're going with this, because this week introduced who the season-long villains are going to be, and we know that's the Intelligentsia, the, uh, what's it called, the, and, and in this case, it's a bunch of, like, incels, and it, it's kind of designed to be more like, you know, we say incel, but I think incel's the wrong word, I've seen a few sources say incel, um, I think... What they're modeled after more than that is, like, Oath Keepers or the Proud Boys or any number of organizations like that. Um, because, like, the incels are just like, why won't you fuck me? Um, this is more action-oriented and more, um, like, more supremacist behind it. Um, and I think that one of the things that this show does very well is play with the audience in a way, like, you know, beyond just taking your expectations and subverting them, um, which is great, because it's always funny to hear people complain 
about try something new, try something new. And then when they do try something new, uh, you're like, fuck you, you tried something new. Why don't you just do what we did before? Um, what the fuck? Why did you jam on your brakes? There's no one in front of you. Um, and I think, oh, that's why she's texting. Um, I think looking at this show, it's like when, when you see this whole, like, you know, what expectations are being played with, it's like, we, it, it does a good, you know, it does a good job of, um, of, of taking that and swat, and turning it on its head in an interesting way. And I think that, that said, the way Titania ends off this episode, last episode, like, we have seen Titania show up in court. We don't know, we still don't know why that was, but she shows up in court in the first episode. She Hulk roundly dispatches her. Um, then she shows up and, and sues She Hulk for using the name. And She Hulk beats her there. And then she shows up again at the wedding. And Jen has that great line. She's like, Why are you obsessed with me? Like, drunk Jen in this episode is hilarious. Um, and because it's all at the wedding. And, and the whole thing with, you know, with Titania showing up at the wedding and being like, oh no, I'm here as a plus one to one of the room's friends. And Titania showing up and then baiting Jen into a fight and then getting her ass kicked and then not only getting her ass kicked, but hitting her and, and, and the, the veneer literally and figuratively coming off of, of, uh, Titania is is a great moment because it's like now you've not only beaten her twice, you've humiliated her. So now she's going to try and take you down worse. And one of the things about these online hate groups, um, be it the Proud Boys, be it a, a group of incels, be it the Oath Keepers, is they always like to find their one. The one person of the of a minority group or, or, or a woman or someone who will agree with them who that person is milking them for money and they can use that one as a figurehead to be like, look, we are not racist. We like this person. So, like, not mentioning any names because, um, you know, I, I don't want to incur too much wrath for this, but, you know, the idea that she could become the um, I don't know, I'm just going to throw out two names, uh, like a name, and hope that someone, you know, and, 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 and you know, let, let's just say hypothetically you, you were, your, your name was Candace Owens, and you were, you know, and, and you were doing something like this, that would be, you know, someone, like, who, who's going in and, and is acting as a figurehead for these people, that's kind of what Titania could end up doing for this show. Titania could end up being that for the intelligentsia and then that will like why do they need the Hulk blood because the intelligentsia is going to use it and they're going to try and bring Titania to that next level and in a way what ends up happening then is I believe you end up if I remember Incredible Hulk correctly and I, I could very well be wrong um you could end up with um in, with uh kind of a mirror 
because if I remember correctly, wasn't it Hulk blood that um, that that gave? I, I know definitely Hulk blood did something to Leader. I don't know if Hulk blood did something to if that was how Abomination got his powers. Um, and and that would be an interesting kind of mirror for her um, to to have to deal with an enemy who got their powers the same way Bruce's first enemy got his powers. Um, it's an interesting approach, um, and I'm interested to see where this show takes it. Um, and 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 it's like, look, the non sequitur, or the you know, like the sitcom style writing, it's working for me, and I think the show is working on that front. Um, and I think that it, like Daredevil hasn't shown up yet. I think it would be the ultimate troll move if Daredevil just never showed up. Um, in a way where this show would have been in production while, um, what's it called? While, um, everything was going on with WandaVision. I think with WandaVision on, we didn't even have Tatiana Maslany cast yet as, as, as She-Hulk. Um, and I think that that would be a, you know, that would be an interesting kind of thing, um, like, to see it, because they would have seen the response to, you know, every week, is Mephisto going to be in it, is Mephisto going to be in it, is this cat Mephisto, is, you know, is she working for Mephisto, where is Mephisto, like, Mephisto Watch 2021 could have influenced that decision to put Daredevil toward the end, um, and I feel like that is very likely what ended up happening. They were like, who can we put in, and, and Tease is going to be in the show, and then have them in toward the end of the show, and I think that that's kind of where it is. Um, I will also say it would have been better if the fact that Daredevil was in it didn't get out. I think I said it last week, too, because like that reveal at the end of the last episode of The Helmet would have sent people into a frenzy, and then, you know, no Daredevil this week, and then we get him next week. It, it, be, it's an interesting kind of approach. Um... What else is there? Um, I have a a, 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 a a one of my probably incorrect theories. I have another one um, beyond just the Titania relationship to the Intelligentsia. I think, um, and we'll see if this pans out. I have a feeling She-Hulk um, and Daredevil are going to play a role in New World Order. Um, that's, and, and let me explain why. I think that if you're doing a movie like, or, or a show like this, um, keeping in mind that the show is still within the confines of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, I think if you're watching a show like this and you have this, um, wild kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, uh, there's a word that I was going to use. I forgot what it was. Uh, if you have this this adventure, I guess is what we'll say. Whatever the word doesn't matter, but you know, if you have this this thing happening, and you have this, you know, this this story unfolding, uh, and you have this group that is you know leading up the intelligentsia and is giving intelligentsia uh, technology. 
to be able to do what it needs to do. Uh, which in this case is steal Hulk blood. Um, who has a need for Hulk blood? Um, probably the leader. Who is returning in Captain America New World Order? The leader. I think Tim Blake Nelson appears by the end of the show. Because um, I feel like reintroduce and the thing is too when we when we meet Tim Blake Nelson I really have to go back and watch Incredible Hulk because I seem to recall when we met him in that one he was someone who was obsessed with the Hulkness of it all like he was obsessed with Bruce's ability to turn into into the Hulk like that was something that he was like this is amazing and he's trying to help him over the internet because Bruce is hiding in Brazil I think and, um, he, like, all of that's this huge kind of, you know, this huge thing that's being dealt with. And, and the idea that he is, you know, he, he got injected with the, I think it was, a, it was either chemical or Hulk blood, I don't remember which. But either way, he gets the inject, he gets injected with it, and he gets, and he becomes the leader, and that's where we last see him is him with his head swelling as he becomes the leader. And if that is, you know, if that is what he's going to be the bad guy in New World Order, um, I think a lot of audiences are not familiar with the Incredible Hulk movie, and Marvel does not have distribution rights to the Incredible Hulk movie, so it is available to, you know, it's, it's a universal film. Um, the universe distributed it, but I think there's a solid chance that the leader is the one who is running the intelligentsia. That's just how it looks. Like, looking at this, that's how it feels to me. Um, and I feel like that's gonna be a big reveal in the last few episodes, and then you end up, and also, um, if I'm remembering correctly, um, isn't born again, Daredevil born again, before, um, New World Order. So that could also play into it. If they're doing the Mayor Fisk run, which is what it seems like they're doing, from what I've heard, it, you, you have a lot of room there to, to play with those two ideas together. And I'd love to see how they come together. But, that's a ways away, yeah. Um, so... Until our next episode, have a great rest of your week.